Episode 114 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I'm here with Anthony. I'm here with Grizz. And we are going to be discussing the movies of our childhood. Well, the new movies of our childhood. Yeah, our actual right. childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like how I... Oh, the movies from my from my childhood. It's like, dude, you weren't even like a thought in your dad's nutsack at yeah. that time. <laughs> <laughs> movie came out in 83 and you're fucking 30. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was there. But that's the whole thing. Like, everybody wants to be like, oh, I'm a child of the 80s. It's Bullshit. like, no, you weren't. Yeah. It's like, you know, we were born in 86, 87, 88. We grew up yeah. in the 90s. We're kids of the 90s. Oh, is, it, is it down the line? Is it, da- is that da- is it really down the line? 86? Grizz, Grizz is 86, uh-huh. right? Yep. I'm 87 uh-huh. and you're 88, right? Yeah. 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 Look at that. Boom. Boom. <laughs> we have some older listeners. Like, uh, we have this, this, this grandpa dude, EK, from Laser Graves, who listens. So, I mean, he was a child in the 80s. So, I don't get me wrong. Some people are. But, yeah, yeah. I think most people you, that we fuck with are, are 90s babies. If you were born uh, in the late 80s, you were not a child of the 80s. No. I'm sorry. You were just I, I fucking know, born in the card. 80s. Yeah. I'll take yeah. the card. I'll take the card. I'm a child of the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just like 80s nostalgia. That's what it is. You know who was, you know who was the WWE champion when, when I was born, which is hard to happen in the 80s? I was Macho Man. We're, oh, yes. yeah. 1988. Yeah, he was the champ at the time. It was it was before it was before the it was before WrestleMania it was before the next WrestleMania. There it is. Look at that. I I gotta look back to see who was Hogan. Wait, what? November, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, wrong. No, no, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. November of '87. That would have been November '87 was Hulk. It was. Yeah, that would have been Hulkamania still, wasn't it? Seven's going into WrestleMania '88. No, no. Yeah, no. It's um. Yeah, I think it's Hulk. Still, I gotta check. It was definitely yeah. Hulk, though. I can tell you yeah. guys right now for sure. No, because Mania because he has to run in wild right there. <laughs> no, because he got. I'm trying. I'm trying to be technical because he had a. There's a competition, a tournament for the the title at the next Mania. That's when Macho Man wins. I think what everybody really wants to know is who won the bunkhouse stampede of <laughs> okay. 1987 yeah, or the 1987 Crockett Cup. Right, you, you know, well, war games still going on in '87. Yes, yes. That was that was a time period where the WWE was ultra popular, right? Like in the mainstream and all that shit. But like, goddamn, the territories boy. were yeah. popping off. <laughs> uh, that was really toward the end of WCCW yeah. down in Texas. All right, that was uh, that was pretty much the end of that. <laughs> But let's see. We're 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 absolutely off track, actually. So, so 1990s. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about movies uh, from the 90s into the 2000s that you would consider, I guess, like teen horror. It's a slasher revival. Yeah. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a slasher, yeah. but you know, like teen horror. It tended it's a pretty to be slasher, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just it's... the revitalization of horror movies in general of the late '90s into the uh, the dawn of the the new millennia here that we're dealing with. And yeah. one thing I noticed when 
compiling the list of everything here, uh, you can really see a change in one of the years. It's drastically different than all the others, and it's going to be pretty obvious what year it is, but... Uh, and I'm not talking about, like, the whole kickoff of everything. I'm talking about another year. Oh, so... You got some yeah. lined up. Let's yeah, them. yeah. So, uh, before we really get talking to all those movies, we really have to say how, like, Scream was pretty much uh, the match to the fuse yeah. of the revamp of, like, teen slashers, teen horror, like... Movies kind of directed, I guess, at high school kids. Yeah. Right? Would you say at that time that was going to be the demographic? What was the whole thing? Like, well, if, if, like, the intended demographic, and then, like, you fucking, like, take something like four years off of it, and that's, like, who really is yeah. into it. There's some stupid thing like that. Yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, there's lots of other things going on in horror, you know, in, in the underground and shit, but specifically, big studios at this point in time. Uh, you know, Screamed happened in 96, like you said, and that was like the, uh, you know, the formula was reborn at that point. All the big studios now were going to use that Scream formula to start mm-hmm. pumping out movies, you know, put the and teens on did. the covers. Oh, and they did completely. <laughs> but I mean, they all had that same formula. A bunch of fucking well-known teen actors, a lot of the heartthrobs of the time. Uh, the covers would have, you know, all of their fucking faces on the covers. Instead of having cool artwork, you got, you know, Demi Moore and shit and Drew Barrymore on the cover of your movies now. So, yeah. uh, so Scream was released in December of 1996. I and that. Yeah, it was, it was released December 20th. So right, another right before Christmas horror movie trying to cash yeah. in on the holiday. Well, I read, right? I read it, it, that the success of Scream, Scream's um, rentals brought up, like... The like influx of people renting like Scream and other older horror movies from Blockbuster. So like when Scream came out, Blockbuster got a huge spike in like other horror, like horror, the horror section and genre grew significantly. Apparently, like you know, people oh, I'm were sure people were grabbing yeah. this and then grabbing Halloween or yeah. grabbing Friday the Thirteenth just because it's the classic slasher with the new slasher yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and and boom! And, like it was a big boom in horror at the time. Yeah, well, this is a Wes Craven movie. He is fresh off of Anthony. Oh, fuck. Music of the heart. No. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> wait, was he coming right? Wait, 96? Uh huh. What was the movie he did before this? Was that Body Bag? Did he do that? Nope. Was it New Nightmare? Nope. Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, we did that. <laughs> no, we didn't do that. We no, we didn't do that. No, but, uh, you guys yeah. cover that? <laughs> no, no. Vampire in Brooklyn, 1995. 1994. He, he got me that on. He got me that for my birthday last year. <laughs> he got me that for my birthday last year. And and we, we opened a copy of Starman over the air, and it was a repack. Yeah, yeah. He thought re-packed. it was an original, and we was like, oh, it my God. It was not. <laughs> um, so New Nightmare was 94. That was... Um, pretty much the end of Nightmare on Elm Street for a decent amount of time, but we will, yeah, we will see a revival on that. Um, but he kind of revamped a whole genre, kind of like he did in the eighties also, right? Like you had all those early slashers and they became pretty formulaic. They were all kind of the same, you know, the person, the masked person or the one guy stalking the kids or the teens or whoever and then once 
uh, Nightmare on Elm Street came out, like that was so different compared to everything, right? Yeah. And it was the whole like teens in high school being picked off by this fucking serial killer that killed you in your dreams. Like that was fucking crazy. Yeah. I remember as a kid, like to me, that was the scariest of all of them. Absolutely. And then as you know, it's it's uh, an incredible idea to come up with and to actually execute so well with such a little amount of money. And, you know, years later, it's 1994 and he makes a meta, yeah. uh, you know, Freddy movie. Pretty, it's, it's, it's not good. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just not one I'm going to put on. Uh, well, but I, pushing I, limits I, for sure, I think either way, which is definitely something Craven has done throughout his whole. Came off like a life. Yeah, well, this is the thing, and then it's like a meta horror movie. Freddy Krueger is a character in the movie, and he's also a character in, in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's it's cool, but it, it, I feel like that was almost on. that's almost like a stepping stone to Scream now, yeah. where this is like a meta horror movie. Like they're talking about tropes, and that's the shit that's happening. You know what I mean? Like all sorts of stuff like that, and this is. What really, I guess, brought the attention back to horror, because if you look during these next few years, there's a ton of mainstream horror films coming out. They're not all good, but they're still like they're pumping them out compared to now. How many horror movies do we even see in theaters at the moment? Oh, besides yeah. like things from the Conjuring franchise or the Annabelle franchise. Yeah, you the, know. Yeah, well, yeah, we're supposed to. 2020 was supposed to be the year of like these new like uh like these properties being taken over by yeah and like the um chris rock saw like he was taking over the saw oh franchise yeah yeah no it's supposed like like this was the year when those were those now those movies are being rebooted from like it's it's yeah. like a new wave but yeah no but yeah we haven't got a lot there's well, a lot of stuff on netflix that like, well what's know, what's funny too is that it's actually late 1996 that scream came out yeah. You know, right. it's not it's even like it was, you know, earlier in the year, like it's the end of 96. And then once 97 comes out, that's when like that, even yeah. the way that the movie looks, I, re you I know, remember the way it's shot, like you just see after that, everybody's copying it because it was so successful. Like why the, yeah. why the fuck wouldn't you? We talked about it before we, before we started was that like, even like in the later at the, toward the tail end of the nineties too, like every, like that follow that, follow that same kind of um, formula as we were talking about is Halloween H2O false basically is what would, what would be the new three in the original timeline yeah but it's just a scream movie it's yeah like, yeah <laughs> well you know it was either gonna be scream that kicked it off or Pinocchio's revenge <laughs> or the Pinocchio with Jonathan Taylor Thomas oh <laughs> do people remember that movie Anthony if you were like five foot four you would look like Geppetto I feel like <laughs> like Geppetto as a kid or Geppetto like, uh, like Geppetto Geppetto yeah like We're if we shrunk you Geppetto. down to five foot four Did you know play Geppetto in that movie no Martin Landau really Wow. <sighs> like, was it good? No, it was uh, awful. I've never seen it. I would have to watch New Nightmare three times in one <laughs> sitting. To see Shit. Pinocchio with Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> this is the second time today I referenced for somebody from Home Improvement, by the way. That's okay. Let's see. Let's see how many you can slide in. Oh, I could, I, oh we could slide in the... Uh, the huh? Carrie 2. <laughs> Carrie 2, there you go. One of the most important things I think that uh, I love about Scream... I actually just recently watched it this week because I knew we were going to do this, and I shit on Scream all the time. I don't think it's, you know, the best horror movie ever. 
But I got to tell you, after watching it again this week and giving it a long time in between watches, there's definitely a lot of redeemable parts of it. Um, the Randy Meeks character, who is like the absolute horror guru of the movie, he does that whole, you know, the rules to survive a horror movie thing, uh, you know, bit. That uh-huh. kills, dude. That alone is like worth the movie in itself because it just gives you that classic, uh, you know, horror tropes that... Uh, you can recognize and that they they play off of in the movie so well yeah you know what when uh we take our break before we get into our our main area i'll play that yeah part you gotta hear that yeah. that's great i feel like it's very relevant to what's yeah. going to be going on in the later 90s and oh. into the 2000s well it's so funny because when i was when when scream came out i remember as i said before on multiple podcasts my parents were do you give a shit about like what i watched and my dad rented scream and this is, I, I must have been, I was a kid and I've already seen Halloween at this point in my life. And I remember I said to my dad, and my dad brings up all the time when we watch, when they watch Halloween at that party, how the timeline does not make sense how they're watching Halloween. Like, remember, if you remember like this scene where like, like there's a scene where he's watching like the end of Halloween, but then it jumps back to like the middle of Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not watching Halloween or it's like they've been watching Halloween for two and a half hours. Maybe they were just watching that boogeyman tape. <laughs> yeah. You know, do you remember that? Boogie it was like a greatest hits of like horror movies, and oh it had my like, God. you know, the all the stupid like, yeah. Well, the reason why he starts talking about the rules is they're watching Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this movie, well, Scream also brought like Nev Campbell. Yeah. Right into like, well, she was already kind of. Party of five? Yeah. Party of five, yeah. But, you know, she's the main character in there. You have Courtney Cox. She was already famous. Friends. Yeah. Um, you Leif know what? Shriver's not Lee Shriver yet. No, he's but an he was. He's actor. He oh. was in Scream. He's in the news yeah. uh, reports, right? He's coming off of one of my favorite movies, uh, Day Trippers and Big Night. There the you same, go. Same year before the year. Like, He's, he was, he's coming up. Yeah, well, he's not as famous as Matthew Lillard yeah. of Ghoulies 3, three fame. Yes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also you have, um, what the fuck's his name? David Arquette, right? Yeah. Still going strong. Our favorite professional wrestler. Ready to rumble right? is still such a good oh, fucking movie. Dude, <laughs> people really, for some reason, hate that fucking movie. It's, I love it's, it. Fuck him, dude. It, I love it. It's like as being a wrestling fan, it's a terrible wrestling movie. As a comedy, it's the best. As a kid, it, I loved it. What year was that, Anthony? Two thousand, I think. Ninety nine or two thousand. See, like to me, ninety nine, dude. If that came out in like nineteen ninety seven, I feel like people would have had like a completely different. It's not. It's not grounded. That's why it's a great. It's why it's fucking great. Yeah, well, it's like, dude, it's a fucking goofy movie. Yeah. It's great. It's not the goofy movie, but it's... it's, it's no, it's Mike, close. you're right, though. Yeah. If it came out earlier in the 90s when wrestling was still kind of, yeah. you know, hokey and goofy, it probably would have fucking killed well, compared to... Also, a- WWE is killing killing WCW at this point. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they, That's a Austin's the biggest thing. Yeah, and, WCW's on its way out. And But no, that movie is so good and so much fun to watch. I... I, I the Slurpee scene is so yeah. great. <laughs> Highly recommend. Ass juice. This, uh, what's he say? This fucking thing smells like asshole. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> He's actually very disgusted by it. He's like, oh, 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 I'll get you a new one ASAP. Yeah, but, you know, these, Scream really is the big one. This this pretty much kicked off everything that we're about to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah and I think uh, uh, 96, I mean, when this all started, another you know movie that before we jump to 97 has to be mentioned that I think uh, all the, the lady listeners, if they exist for the podcast, 
would have to say is their big starting point for these movies is 1996's The Craft. As, yes. as much shit as people want to talk about that movie, I fucking love The Craft. I think it is. I a, do too. I think it's a great movie. I, I can watch it over and over again and enjoy it every time I watch it. Very iconic uh, VHS box cover. Oh, the like cover very, of that? Yeah. The, yeah. the ladies walking. How powerful. Okay. How powerful. Independent <laughs> women, baby. So I love the craft. Before we start, you know, we're going to take a break. We're going to get into it. But before we start, I just want to say, like, we're going to forget movies. If we forget your favorite movie or nobody mentions it, don't take offense. Yeah. You know, we're there's literally like we're really trying to shoot for maybe like 1997 to about 2003. And avoiding urban legends. Are we going to talk about? Oh, dude, it's on. But. (laughs) You know, there's so many movies within that time period, and we just kind of like cherry picked and just kind of briefly go over as many as possible, or at least the ones that are relevant, right? So, uh, why don't we hit uh, some rules to horror movies? That's why she always outsmarted the killer in the big chase scene at the end. Only virgins can do that. Don't you know the rules? What rules? You don't. Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Have an aneurysm, why don't you? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Big no no! Big no! Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. It's a sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. You see, you push the laws and you end up dead. Let me uh, set the scene for you guys right now. It's October of 1997. Bret Hart is the WWF still? Yes. Yep, champion. Hollywood Hogan reigns supreme in WCW. And we get our second heavy hitter of uh, the teen horror of the 90s. And that would be I Know What You Did Last Summer. And first of all, before we get into this movie, just I, I, I want to talk about it a bit. This movie's awesome. I don't it know if you've really watched good. this recently, I have. It's very but this good. movie has held up, and I feel like now watching it as like a thirty-something-year-old, better. It's fucking. It's fucking better. Absolutely it's awesome. better. It's good. It, it. I still will, as I said last week, when she's in the, the ice, like the ice pit at the end of the movie, and she just takes off her jacket. She just <laughs> takes off the small jacket she has. Like that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one has Jennifer Love Hewitt in it, right? And I think. Right after this, she does Can't Hardly Wait, which I love that movie. Another yeah. great movie. I, yeah, that is a yeah. really fun movie. And then we, there's the follow-up to this. Well, well yeah, yeah, that, that's down the line. But also you have Sarah Michelle Gellar, who will also be in Scream 2, which is the same year. Yeah. She's a big, right? big name in this time period of horror films. Buffy. Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Freddie Prinze Jr., Dude. son of Freddie Prinze. <laughs> another another Freddie Prinze. Scooby alumni. <laughs> oh yes! Holy and shit! That's his wife. Is everybody from Scooby Doo in one of these movies? <laughs> I think that dude. I would. I would yeah. bet money that it's that's right. True. Do, Anthony, 
Yes. Get on that. Yes. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. I don't think Linda Carlini was Linda Carlini was already doing uh she was doing Freaks and Geeks, so I don't think she was in any horror movies. Who oh, was man. and she Please. wasn't as famous. She wasn't a big name yet. She Please was doing just find just find like a shitty role that she was in that that we could connect it somehow. Is she, is she the one that wonderful? played fucking uh Selma or who's yeah, Linda Carlini. Selma? Selma? Yeah. Selma? Fucking yeah. Lee? Patty? You're thinking of Selma Hayek. And did you talk about how Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince are married and have kids now? Yeah, they happily ever after. For real? No wow. shit. Yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, he was also a writer on... Oh, we're talking about wrestling like a motherfucker yeah, here. It is he, the 90s, though, so... He, he, well, he, he, he wrote for them for a very short time. Yeah, well, still, that's quite, that's <laughs> he, quite the accomplishment. He asked for the job and quit the job. Can you imagine hey, what, what are you gonna the do? fuck? But I know what you did last summer has the hooked killer, right? The fisherman. Um, almost more of like a psychological slasher, right? This guy's like tormenting them like the whole fucking time, going after them, killing all the people that were involved in the um, terrible thing that they did. And I really think that this is one of the stronger of all the movies that are going to come out over these next couple years. And I think it definitely has uh, staying power and it definitely holds up even in 2020. The uh, sequel, which I think has Jack Black in it, right? Yes. yes right. Sequel. He plays like a, like a Jamaican yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, not as good. <laughs> no. I think who Freddie Prince Jr. Comes back for that. Right. And Sarah, um, not Sarah Michelle Geller And, uh, Jennifer Hewitt, right? Yeah. They both come back for that so, one. So, so I'm just calling this out. So I was correct that Linda Carlini had a bunch of TV shows like Du Bois Meets World, Freaks and Geeks was a big one. But here we go. First movie she did was Good Burger. Wow. 97. <laughs> 98. Here we go. Dead Man on Campus. There oh, it is. Does that count? Yes. There it is. That sure does. There you go. Okay. <laughs> sure did. She's in Thank the you, scoops. Linda Thank you. So, so do we have a confirmed uh, account that all people in the Scooby Doo movie oh, were in these movies? Who Scooby. did the voice? Okay. Who did the voice? <laughs> I think that uh, I know what you did last summer is probably the, like you said, the most well-made. But I think it's also the most in line with the traditional slasher film that you would think of from the 80s. Uh, it feels like, um, what's the one I'm thinking of? Like uh, The House on Sorority Row. It feels kind of like that movie, but just set in the 90s and it's updated very well. It's not hokey or cheesy in any way. It definitely feels like it's a revamped 80s slasher. Absolutely. Right? The, yeah. the guy has some sort of like cloaked identity. And he's going around with a uh, like a singular weapon that is pretty much the thing he kills everybody with. Yeah, who done it's, it? Really? Good. Yeah, you know, you have the attractive cast where everybody's a model. Uh, I I just really like the whole you know the pageant that they have, and like that's causing fucking Sarah Michelle Geller to have the fucking nervous breakdown, right? Like all that stupid shit. Um, I I really I really can't say. Yeah, uh, more, the, you know. No, he's just a voice actor. Who was it? it was, just the nobody. Well, no, we'll, well, he, we'll count it. And he's a stuntman too. Uh, <laughs> would you count? Would you count American Werewolf in Paris? That was another yeah, '97 it, film. It goes back to what I said before. They're just making these. They're this is at towards the tail end of the '90s is when they're starting to buy up old properties and turn them into a more sexualized, more slasher style. Even though that movie's not slasher. 
It still has that kind of theme and that vibe of the young, like, 90s teens and everything. Do they play Sweet Dreams Are Made of These, the Marilyn Manson cover in that movie? Yeah, yeah. Probably do. I feel like... Just throw a dartboard. Yeah, one thing thing we're going to have to mention here also... A lot of Marilyn Manson <laughs> on these soundtracks. <laughs> Lots of Marilyn Manson, yeah. Who right? Else? Who else? So, American Werewolf in Paris, I think, is actually like a really great reimagination of the original movie. It's not like a remake in anything. It's got its own storyline. It's got its own plot and everything. But just such a cool like vision of what I imagine uh, like late '90s gritty Europe to be like all that underground like party yeah. scene and like the techno and shit. It was such a cool modern adaptation of that story have you ever seen uh night flyer night flyer no i can't say that i have yeah that has nothing to do with what we're watching uh well what we're doing but uh a hundred percent that's a uh a really odd yeah movie from 1997 i was gonna <laughs> say that uh no no is the lead in that uh the werewolf in paris would Who? be uh was uh was guy pierce drummer of the wonders Oh yes, yeah, yeah, you are correct. Yeah, he was the lead. That is that is correct. The those big bug eaters. So in 1998, we start to really, you know, pick up. Right, things start really getting getting hot in that (laughs) (laughs) in that genre. Uh, One that I really enjoy is the faculty. I was gonna bring. I didn't know if we were gonna talk about the faculty. I fucking love the faculty. Yeah, we get a little Josh Hartnett ax, uh, action. We'll see him twice this year, actually. It was what, 99? Uh, 1998. 98, yeah. No, yeah. He, H2O, baby. H2O, yeah. Early That's, Elijah Wood, too, right? Yeah, Elijah yes. Wood's in that, too. But also, the I think Halloween H2O has the introducing Josh Hartnett. Like, on, on the credits. Oh, really? Says, but I think, wasn't this, was this first? I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, H- was- H2O was, yeah, uh, August 5th, 1998. And then the faculty October. was December 25th. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hartnett was was introduced to us in this world in um, Halloween H2O. Dude, and fucking thing- John Stewart's amazing acting in the fucking faculty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh yes, in the he is in that. Yeah, dude. See, so there's funny. a lot of random people in these things. LL Cool J, fucking oh, H2O. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, H2O. Yes, he plays the kid, the, the the first kill. Yeah, like the neighbor or whatever yeah, of, of of um Loomis's like nurse lover. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Halloween H2O is it's it's I I would love to just do a podcast just diving into like the the me being a kid and still having the same views of it now like what (laughs) also we have the sequel to i know what you did last summer with i still know what you did last no i still know what you did last summer (laughs) that was released on no yeah that was released on november 13th so they were like fuck halloween we'll get you for a fucking uh veterans day i guess and that one we had uh brandy in right mckay pfeiffer's in that one yeah uh, not as good as the first one. What is is that? Is it was? What are you waiting for? No, what are you waiting for? Is that's the first one. First one, but she has another scene where she yells in this one. It's probably this one also. Yeah, yeah. She has like another scene, and it's like very comical. Would you say that Bride of Chucky would fall into this like yes, genre? Yes, for sure. Film? 
My, my dad, I remember my dad taking me to see Bride of Chucky. I saw that in theaters also. Yeah. Actually, I saw, I saw almost, let's see, American Werewolf in Paris. I think I actually may have seen that. I watched that on the movie channel. I, I remember. Know. I don't know. Definitely Blade in 1998. Yeah. I definitely. I saw all these 11-year-old Mike's going to see fucking Blade coming out of there thinking I'm Wesley Snipes. Mom, I want a haircut like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bride of Chucky, I think, is definitely a rare instance where you have a classic, uh, really well-known um, 80s horror icon that they then put into this new world of late 90s teen horror and they do it fucking perfectly. They could have gone, you know, in a direction that was like way too scream with it, but they kind of stuck with, you know, the whole uh, Chucky motif in a way. But man, such a fucking a great movie, and I think that uh, it's probably one of the best older movies brought into the '90s. Well, they had like. I guess figured out the whole funny Chucky. That was thing. the first, yeah. The you know where it worked. Yeah, two two got two had the like some good lines. Three they leaned into the funniest, and then the the, the bride of Chucky was just all like yeah. But it was done well. Yeah, it was done well. But my biggest, my biggest John Ritter, R.I.P. The right. biggest thing I had in that movie, my biggest issue with that movie was not even it was just. The fact how they just changed the whole thing about like, oh, we can't get a kid in this one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he, he when he was killed, he's got this thing around his neck. Yeah. See, look yeah. at the old photos for the movie. <laughs> it's all there. We talked about that for three movies, right? You know the necklace. You know the necklace. Yeah. <laughs> we all know the necklace. And with Bride of Chucky was uh, birth a whole hot topic subgenre. Yeah, yeah, baby, damn right. One of those. One of those is good. One of them was good. One yeah. of those, one of those, the seated Chucky was terrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like that one. Yeah. Uh, a movie that I just want to mention that's a lower budget film and you probably don't know about it. And we're going to talk about a more successful version of this film. Mm-hmm. But in 1998, there was a movie called The Last Broadcast. And Grizz, are you um, familiar with this film? Uh, it's, I do know the movie. I can't say that I seen it maybe once or twice recently too. I want to say maybe a year or two ago. Um, it's kind of like a a fake documentary kind of a thing, right? Kind of like, uh, um, Blair Witch in a sense. Yeah. So, um, this movie was released before the Blair Witch Project, but the Blair Witch Project was in production about five months before the release. So obviously they didn't know about each other. No. Um, the last broadcast was about people going out to look for the Jersey devil. And then he was like framed. The guy's like framed for all the murders of the crew and all that. It's really, really good. And when people are like, Oh, this is the first, like, like the Blair Witch Project first found footage and all this stuff. Debatable uh, now, right? Yeah, it's yeah. debatable. Go look at the last broadcast. I'm not saying that either of them ripped each other off, this or that. It's two completely different movies. But, yeah. you know, same thing with, like, the Jawas in Star Wars and, like, the Space Slaves in Phantasm. Two people just had similar ideas at the same time. There was yeah. no way that they could have known about each or, other, or, you know? Or the, all the little Yodas in Spaceballs. Yeah. Whatever they're called. The little no, little well, I think <laughs> that counts. <laughs> so, 98. Um, Jared Leto? And yeah, Andrew I was just going to say. 
right? Oh, we weren't we weren't gonna pass that one up, man. Yeah, I was, we gotta talk. And Jarletto looks the same age in this, and then you and know, this, and, and now <laughs> I completely forgot that Jared Leto was in that movie. I also yeah. forgot that Robert England is, yeah. is in that movie. Too. That was the cell, though. I remember being a kid who watched all these. I will say, like all these classic horror movies, and I remember seeing the ads for Urban Le- uh, Urban Legends, and Robert England was heavily pushed. That like you and from Freddy Krueger, like you know, yeah, Freddy, yeah. They, they did that. That's when I'm saying towards the end of the '90s is when they started refusing all these old franchises. So that was a September release, September 25th, 1998. So actually, it's coming up. Uh, it's coming up pretty close. And can you yeah, imagine right? a fucking Robert England movie, and the motherfucker isn't even on the cover? How is that? Yep. How does that possible in a world? Where you have a horror movie where you're pushing the late nineties, man. You don't even fucking put him on the cover of the movie. Instead, you got goddamn Tara Reid on there, looking like an idiot. We'll we'll make it up to you, Robert. I know know you're a fan of the Phantom of the Opera from 1990. It's fine. He's on the cover on that one. It's okay. No, but Urban Legend, another um, hooded, I guess you could say, killer, right? But the thing about Urban Legend, that first, the first one, like that first kill. We're like, shoot the, there's somebody in the yeah. back seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's famous too, isn't he? Uh, I gotta look it up. The dude that plays thing. like the the guy that she thinks is the killer. But that movie's fucking awesome also, right? Not, <laughs> it's not, not as good. Not one of my favorites of the time period. I don't think it's as well done. Um, it, it, I agree. I know what you did last summer, but it starts to unwind. It's okay. This is the unwinding point. Yeah. This is the this is the oh, this is the middle of the this is the middle of the spool right now. No, no, <laughs> we're, we still got some bangers. I know. We I'm still got. Uh, we're we're just, middle of the spool. Middle of the spool. I said you not know. the end. <laughs> um, it's it's not the best. I as like an adult watching it now. I like it a little bit more. I don't know if it's the whole nostalgia factor or whatever, like anything like that. But I really actually would say watch watch at least the first one of all these movies that we're talking about. Right? Yeah, at least watch sure. like the watch the OG. See what you think. Then maybe proceed to the sequels. Because some of the sequels are watchable. Some of them aren't. Obviously, like, you know, anything else. Even stuff that comes out now. They're just trying to cash in on the money that they made on the first one on the popularity so usually they're not made for the right reasons no <laughs> um so another movie that came out in 1998 and i remember this being pumped in the video store i don't even remember it being in theaters uh john carpenter's vampires and now that doesn't really count i would say as like a teen horror film but that definitely me as like a fucking kid seeing that movie i was pumped man i still don't think i've ever seen it yeah i really think you need to check that one out it's pretty entertaining it's a low budget vampire film from the 90s starring pieces of james woods but uh it's it's not exactly a teen horror film or teen slasher or anything like that but uh you know as a kid i love that fucking movie i feel like that was made for like children that were into fucked up movies between the ages of like 10 and 15 so 1999 arrives oh wait anthony's got the finger up it's chucky is it, it brad duraf brad duraf there he is it, it was and guess what no movie he did right after urban legends what brought a chucky there it is <laughs> look at that anthony closing the computer like he's fucking <laughs> 
right? Matthew Broderick and War Games over Ooh. here. <laughs> I, I, I prefer Ferris Bueller. Not, like, not, not over movies, just I would, if I had to pick a Matthew Broderick, it would be. I like I like War Games, Matthew. I know. I do, too. I, I just don't think I'm movie, that cool. Dude. I just I want to. Oh, I, I want. I want to. I, actually, I really want to be Cameron Fry. When did he That's kill it. the guy? Right after. Right. I, I think it was after Ferris Bueller before Glory. Somewhere in that time period. Damn. He was with Jennifer Grey at the time too. That's fucked up. Who was his sister in Ferris Bueller? Everybody. So, 1999. I feel like we have another revamp of the genre. I'm trying not to look at notes. Oh, it's okay because we're gonna talk about the Blair Witch Project. Love that. Uh. Pretty much shocking to everybody that a movie with such a low budget can explode into a fucking gigantic uh, monstrosity of a money-making machine. The power of marketing, man. (laughs) Probably one of the most brilliantly marketed movies of all time, in my opinion. This was the first movie, I would say, that heavily, heavily used, like, the internet... And, like, you had to call phone numbers, and it had people thinking that the fucking woods in, what was it, Maryland? Yep. Right? Thinking that it was real, right? All sorts of crazy shit. And they actually, like, kind of make that a point in part two. Yeah. Where, like, it's like, oh, some people think it's bullshit, and other people think it's real, and all this stuff. But this movie really also inspired a lot of filmmakers, Right. Like, you don't need a Hollywood budget to make a really awesome movie. Just create. You don't need... Yeah, they really... They went out there, they filmed their thing, and they literally made more money than, like, any movie yeah. that, uh, you know, with that budget has ever made. But there was, a co- like, coming on after, like, in the 2000s, there was, like, what is it? In- Insidious and uh, Paranormal Activity were, like, other... Like, that's just, like... Same thing. Same deal. Like yeah. those movies destroy the box office. Insidious, I would say, is like even more. It's like above their like Paranormal Activity was, and I, I read made for like was, nothing. I think it was fifteen grand. Yeah, it was made for like nothing. Insidious had like a budget. They had like yeah, monster, but it was actual monsters. It's in considered. That movie. It was considered the highest at that time. It was considered the highest turnaround because it was more expensive than Paranormal Activity. But I think it made more money. Yeah, like the quick turnaround was yeah. insane. So now that these mainstream horror films are making serious money, the other studios start pumping more in, right? They're like, fuck it, we need to do this. We need to cash in. And you start getting movies now that are even kind of aimed at kids, like Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Right? That's like, well, yeah, a really that, good movie, too. Yeah, Tim, that's a good one. That was a Tim, that was a Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his great. name as the fucking Headless John, Horseman? Oh, it was Christopher Walken. Yeah. When he's great like, casting. When he's like fucking out there, like as a yeah. human, you know, and they show him on the horse. Fucking, dude, yeah, wild looking. So fucking Damn. wild looking. With yeah. the teeth? Yeah, now, the pointy teeth. I forgot about yeah, that. That shit's sweet. Oh, I'm a, I'm a horseman. <laughs> I'm <was> a fucking. <laughs> Whoa, Johnny, why would you now, do this, Johnny? In April of 1999, we get slammed with a Halloween movie that I know Grizz absolutely fucking loves, but <laughs> one day we will do this movie. We get. The I guess you could say stoner classic, Idle Hands. Love One of my Idle favorite Hands. Favorite fucking movies of all oh, time. Oh my god! We that got Seth Green. Such a great combination of comedy and Devon horror. Devon Sawa. 
Yeah. Dude, this is this is like the couple years that Devin is Devin or Devon? Devon? Devin? Devin? I think it's Devin yeah. Sawa. I think it's Devin Sawa. How do uh, you say his fucking name? Well, either way, he was only relevant for about a handful of years here about in the Jessica late 90s. Alba in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and who's the other guy? The one that plays the other um, dead friend? Uh, Eldon Henson, uh, I think his name yeah. is. That guy's got like a face that if you look at him now, he looks exactly the <laughs> exactly same, but just aged. <laughs> like, it's so weird. You know how these people just like, yeah. they never, their facial features and their proportions, they just stay exactly the same, yeah. but they just look a little wrinkly now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a little more sun. Idle Hands was just a movie that like, it was, I was the perfect age group when it came out to 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 feel like that was me and my friends and it, man that fucking movie just rocks so much the music everything about it is great and this let's see i remember and... trading somebody on the bus uh, coming from like camp i remember trading him like we were like swap tapes like i think i traded him like like a movie i was watching that week i think i remember trading american pie for that like like that tape it's a good trade like on the bus yeah, no, it was just like we ever on the school, like on this campus, we would just like circulate tape. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this would have been, I guess, the uh, the first movie that really kind of took it like more in the comedic route. But I mean, Bride of Chucky was obviously yeah. more of a horror comedy, but I feel like this one really kind of like it did it on purpose and it mixed it with that teen comedy. Was it a scary like, movie 99 or is it 2000? Scary movie was 2000, yeah, I believe. Yeah. But like this one was, you know, like a can't hardly wait, only yeah. mixed with a horror film. Yeah, I thought I love this. Yeah, this yeah. is a splat stick comedy for sure. It's a comedy with with horror, and those are like usually my favorite fucking things to watch. Yeah, um, this one is definitely a classic. Definitely check this one out. Uh, we also had a movie, a remake, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. Would you say that this counts as? It was done more like it looks gothic-y. like all the it looks like all the other ones though. It the looks way like it's a Marilyn filmed. M- Manson music video set. Chris yeah. Kattan's in it. I guess it. I guess it counts. The cover looks <laughs> oh, like a is. fucking yeah. '90s horror movie with everybody on the fucking cover of it. Okay, so we'll say it counts, but it doesn't count. It's rough. Yeah, <laughs> that that could go either way. It's the same thing with like all those Japanese horror movies at the time, like The Ring and Ring Two, uh, The Grudge. Yeah. They were all like kind of similar to these, but they don't really fit perfectly into the genre. But they were kind of active in that time period to sculpt yeah. what was going to come forward. They looked yeah. the same. They were filmed the same, just like the story was slightly different. You know, right. it's like an adult instead of a, a group of kids. But once we get, you know, into the 2000s, things start shifting, right? Things start changing. We do get Dracula another. 2000. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we do get a extremely good movie with Final Destination. I like Final Destination. And this definitely goes with, like, the I Know What You Did Last Summer, the Urban Legend. Uh, it's a group of teens having to deal with some sort of force or person killing them. Only this time, it's super fucking... Uh, gruesome at times and it's actually death coming after this is the best of the best of this type of movie it doesn't get any better for 90s teen horror films than the first final destination 
Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Even even like the uh, the sequels to this oh, are pretty still good. Great, there's yeah. a lot of them. I haven't seen like four and five. I don't think, but one good? through three are good. Three. Like that it. fucking is that the one with the roller coaster? Holy shit! That's yeah. great. It scared yeah. the shit <laughs> out of me, dude. Three was three was good. I think the rest of them are. I do not remember. <laughs> but we also start getting a lot of sequels in the 2000s, right? Uh, we get another scream. So it's starting to turn like into into the mid 80s here yeah, where they're just yeah. banging them out. We get Scream 3. We get the Blair Witch Project Part 2. And for some reason, they, you know, they deviated from that first movie. It's a completely different film. Yeah, it's I, have to, I was supposed to watch it last week when we were going to talk about it. Who told me to rewatch it? I okay. No, no, I still, it's a completely different movie. I enjoyed it. It's still worth it. watching, but you know, the mainstream definitely wasn't into it. It wasn't as no, nearly no. as popular. Yeah. Like urban legends, final cut that, that sequel wasn't really that great. Scream but, three. And like, they just start getting worse and worse. Uh, we also have a movie that's not really in this genre, but American psycho, which was very popular with everybody. <laughs> How could you hate that movie? Honestly, anyone that tells me they don't like American Psycho, you can immediately tell that they have no fucking clue what they're talking about. It's <laughs> great. Actually, I don't think that goes with this at all. <laughs> I don't think it goes with it, but you, I mean, dude, if you're going to talk about uh, 2000 horror movies, that's, that's the game changer right there. You really think it was that popular, though? Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, what a popular. fucking performance. Anyone that denies I mean, Christian Bale of how good he did in that movie... Has no sense of of, of acting. Yeah, well, like that was great. never something I would like put on and watch. Yeah. I like saw it wow. once and I was like, oh okay. Another really? Jared Leto movie too. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's not a bad movie. It just wasn't something like I would watch over and over again. Another Jared Leto performance. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Great yeah. too. Dude, Willem yeah. Dafoe yeah. in that movie, fucking so good. I I love right. Dafoe anyways. He's such yeah. a great actor. And yeah, no, that movie did, that movie was like a new type of like fear for people. Like people got like a lot of people like it's a big it's a big twist that. Movie. Yeah. And we had a, another genre of movie start in the 2000s, the parody of the horror film. Well, yeah. it's not really a new genre cuz these things were around in the 80s. But you had things Nielsen, like scary movie. I mean, he's the OG. <laughs> yeah, well they had well they had like uh what is it? Uh Saturday the 14th the, or whatever oh, yeah, and shit yeah, like that. That's true. But now you have Scary Movie and Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the 13th, which that was another movie I saw on USA Network all the time, I yeah, feel like. So uh, Don't ask me uh, why. I've I've Julio. probably seen that movie. I've seen that movie probably more than American Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> yeah. No, hey, what can I say? The 2000s I, it, it were a dark time. Now. Yeah, Y2K, man. <laughs> um, so in 2001... Things start getting fucking ridiculous, yeah. but we do get a couple good ones. Uh, you know, you do have movies like Bones come out, which is a lot better than you probably remember. Um, Route 666, uh, straight the TV, I guess, movie. Uh, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, his dad is a undead uh, chain gang worker. <laughs> um, scary Movie 2, so they banged another one out. But now we're getting into... Um, some i guess rehashed 80s franchises where we get the return of jason Voorhees with jason x why and why 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 
it took a long ass time to make another sequel that was nothing like the movies that made this franchise money. Yeah. That that sounds like a classic early 2000s, uh, late 90s pitch. Okay, we're going to do this movie. Okay, why? What's so special? It's in space. Yeah. Okay, here's everything you want. Here's yeah, got a yeah. new knife. Like, <laughs> he's got a new knife. Oh, we have a limited budget. Let's do something that's impossible. Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think of Kane Hodder as Jason? Do you like him as, as, the, uh, as Jason? I mean, he's okay, but I like all the... Uh, I like the ones that are more like, you know, fucking... All the other guys are actually taller than him. That's what I don't you get. You know what I mean? He's so short. I mean, I don't think he's short, but he's not like towering over fucking everybody. Yeah. I think he's like 6'1 or something like I'm that. I'm not saying he's a short guy, but in comparison to the, the typical Jason figure, I mean, he's a oh, fucking yeah. short Oh, yeah, all those dude. dudes are like 6'5, yeah. fucking 6'6. Six, six. And then they had a nervous breakdown when he wasn't... Uh, well, we'll talk about that later, actually. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Another movie that was really big at that time, which I still think the movie's good, despite, you know, you got to separate the art from life. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers. First uh, one that is movie's decent. fucking... Yeah, yeah Justin decent. Long, Justin man. Long, yeah. Big Justin Long fan. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great actor. <laughs> Do I know you from something? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, probably one of the best cameos ever. <laughs> that Justin is... Justin Long in... And you, with with Brendan Ralph in um, Zack and Mary McPorno. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they, fucking When they switched their names, you realize that too? Um, oh, I, he's Bobby I, Long. I, Bobby Long and um, Brendan St. Randy. Yeah. I watched yeah. the movie very recently just because that, that whole sequence is... And he, apparently it's improv too, which is... Was it really? Yeah. Oh my... And wow. he returns in... The, that character returns in the new set, Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> oh great. my God. <laughs> I love Bobby Long. <laughs> your mother, your mother lives in a closet of denial. <laughs> um, we also had Thirteen Ghosts. Oh my God, that movie! Oh. The Return. Well, he's not really the Return because he's still doing Monk. I think at this time, Tony Shalhoub. Yep. Right? Uh, was Monk Shaloub. around at this time? Monk, Monk, I think Monk's getting started, but also Tony Shalhoub is in The Big Night, which I referenced earlier in the podcast. There you go, Matthew Lillard, The Return, The Perennial. Uh, actor extraordinaire. Yep. I feel like he he should be like friend of the show, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, we talk about him a lot. Yeah, I think he, I think at this point, this is are we up to two thousand two right now? We're up to two thousand one, baby. Oh, okay, two thousand two. He gets a big role that year. In two thousand two. Yeah. Well, 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 we're almost. I mean, there. in two thousand one. I mean, I know Mike doesn't. He's a little embarrassed to mention it, but his favorite band, Cradle of Filth. Uh, Danny Filth put out a great movie this year, Cradle of Fear, that I know, you know, Mike is just over the moon with. Nobody knows so that so, so don't movie. don't let him tell you that he doesn't love it. Nobody knows that yeah. shit. <laughs> if you're trying to sell that movie for fifty bucks on eBay, get that. Shame on you. Good um, lord. Yeah, I really feel like this is where the whole horror genre really starts to take a turn. The movies start physically looking different at this time, right? The the equipment is obviously better. Yeah. Everything's shot is starting to get shot in digital, right? It's no, this time. Yeah, it's not really I'm getting close. Yeah, it's 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 crossing over. I mean, don't you I'm I'm no fucking I'm not the CEO of Kodak. I mean, yeah. I don't know when my stock has been going <laughs> down. I, I remember being a kid, I remember not, not being a kid, but I remember when they said that remake of Miami Vice was the first movie ever to be shot fully with like like in blockbuster in Hollywood 
be shot with like the the full digital like formats. Is that really? Is and, that a real thing? And I went, like, oh, what a waste. I'm like, what? I oh wait, no, I'm thinking of Twenty One Jump Street. Thinking, yeah, no, that's that's that, and that's I agree with you. That's a great that's a great reimagining. It's fucking awesome. So uh, after two thousand one, we really get the end of this, I guess, type of movie, right? Like this, the same cast of characters that are revolving through them and all sorts of remake. Well, not really remakes because we're getting the dawn of the remakes now, but uh, that whole like rehashed high school, college slasher with, you know, it's just, it's definitely dying out. This is the end. This yeah. is this is the end here, and you start seeing it with things like Cabin Fever, so good. right? Fear Fear.com, which is not really yeah. like a teen slasher like horror that. movie, but it's like pandering to the same audience. Uh, you get things like The Ring, which are good, but it's you could see it's like the production of those movies, but with a story that's now starting to actually like. I mean, it's a remake, obviously, but it's now like. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to. I can't even I remember vocalize feeling, what I'm trying to say right now. I remember feeling really cool when I got like the high res bootleg of the ring. Yeah. The remake. It's cool. Yeah. 28 Days Later? I, I love 28 Days Can you believe that that movie was 2002? It's insane. Right? And he looks the same. Yeah, he does. He's good the, for him. Yeah, he's good. Good genetics. <laughs> he's just getting. He looks the same. His head's just getting bigger, but that's yeah. what happens. We look at when we got two giant heads. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, so, uh, you know, like I was saying, this is the end of that genre. You're not seeing Jennifer Love Hewitt getting chased around anymore, right? Freddie Prinze is now working for the WWF, the uh, WWE. Yeah, not yet, later. <laughs> a little so bit later. Fucking later. weird. I don't know. You know, on one of these things, they said The Astronaut's Wife or whatever was a horror movie. That's not a fucking... Astronaut's Wife? That's like a... Isn't that like a... No, you're thinking... You, no, you... you yeah... You're the what you're thinking of. You're thinking of um, the 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 time traveler's wife, which is like oh, a drama. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that in theaters too. Yeah, there's a great Jeez. video of a comedian that cries at the end of that every time. It's so his, weird. I don't his even remember. Plays it and he starts crying. <laughs> uh, so I would say that's it, right? Yeah. What I mean, do you guys? Is, what are your final thoughts? This pretty much winds it down, like you were saying. From this point, uh. Th- from this point on, is really when the whole like you know gore porn stuff started coming out. You started getting stuff like Saw and Hostel, and uh, that was really the next wave of horror to come yeah. after this. Where 2002 is is or, you know, that's where we're at, right? 2002 it pretty much wraps up. You start getting more remakes like Carrie and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. I I feel like this was kind of a lull in horror after this. I do enjoy a lot of the. Uh, the teen horror stuff, as as kind of hokey and campy as it can be, there is a lot of great gore in that time period. If you go back and you watch some of this stuff, like uh, like I know what you did last summer, especially if you watch the Final Destination series, fucking awesome kills, crazy good effects. So there's a lot to be said about the genre that I think it's overlooked because of how fucking dumb a lot of it is yeah yeah i agree with that too also at this time period the underground is is popping off huge a lot of good a lot of good stuff going straight to video uh shot on video stuff it's also funny to see the difference in how they look like you got a movie like 28 days later and then it's like oh i'm gonna go watch fucking 
uh, the house that screamed too. You know uh, what I completely mean? Completely different vibes. <laughs> uh, which one do you prefer? You can like them both, right? What was the saying from last week? Some like it, some don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, how it is or whatever. Fucking tagline. <laughs> I don't even remember it. I don't remember either. I don't yeah, even remember what are you it. Do? Some like it, some don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anthony, what about you, man? What do you what do you think about all this? What's your No, I do think it's one I think I think it's an important moment in like film drawing our lives just because it's like we saw I remember seeing the switch from like these like I guess the revival of the slashers to like 20, 2003 when um, Freddy vs. Jason came out when this whole new kind of like there was that wave of like metal horror like transitioning with the slashers and then seeing the switch to like Hostel. I remember visually like seeing Hostel and saw where things have like completely changed now. Uh-huh. And then now like I, I that was just my takeaway is that like it was I remember living through this period of time very vividly but um i'm trying to think what would be my oh yeah and the movie we didn't talk about which i'm not yelling about is that they also did the same thing with psycho with the psycho remake where it went from being like when they remade that movie they just like literally is a scene where they just there's a car driving by playing rob zombie like you know they're just is like really yeah when she's buying the car at the dealership they're blasting rob zombie relative but, of yours <laughs> oh yeah that movie was awful but once again they made it into like a scream movie you know yeah also yeah. remember the late 90s into the 2000s this is the last like gasp for vhs yeah. Uh, oh, yeah and rental stores and even like just you know pretty much anything along those lines because not soon after this you'll start seeing netflix and all that shit and you, the you death the death it of the uh, brick and mortar rental shop right just around the corner yeah one day maybe we'll do a podcast on that well <laughs> just what the, 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 the death the, of, the, uh, the death of the rental uh the rental industry yeah, yeah i mean i worked in up until 2005 was the last year that i worked at a, a rental store and i think it had to be right there at the fucking end of it it was like dvds were starting to to sell for the dollar now instead of the vhs days if you can remember yeah. When all these fucking rental stores switched over, you could go and buy tapes for a dollar, fucking five horror four, tapes for four fucking, ninety nine, yeah, maybe. for nothing. So the good old days, <laughs> big clear out. Yeah. So this we only was. Knew. Uh, this was probably the most memorable time in my life when it comes to seeing things in movie theaters. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess luckily for us, a lot of these have become classics, at least in our age bracket. Uh, yeah, I would say check out all the number, all the, all the first ones of all these yes. movies we spoke about, and then go to the sequels. Yeah, if you after like you get first. drunk, go to the sequels. That's the only way yeah. you yeah. enjoy and send- <laughs> And if it was, and if we mentioned the sequel, like a fuck, there was like a Hellraiser movie that came out. Don't, don't watch oh, that. Sorry. God. And there send your friends you don't them. like. Um, Scream 3. Yeah. Make your friends watch you don't like. Yeah. yeah. Watch Scream 3 is the best one. Make sure you watch it. Make them watch it. <laughs> that terrible movie. Okay, so let's head over to Porno Corno and see what we got this week. Welcome back, viewers and voyeurs, to another Miners Prohibited episode of Porno Corno. Get ready for Shave Bunnies. That's right, we're watching Lipstick Videos 1985 All Girl Wonder Shave Bunnies. 
We strive to bring you the best in shot-on video erotica, and you would be hard-pressed to find a better watch on the Sabbath. This film opens up to Anal Annie, introducing herself and her passion for shaving. We are inducted into the Anal Annie Society for Shave Bunnies. For the next 30 minutes, you were provided intimate shaving tips, including an ice cube finish, which was news even for this season pro. Then, like waking up from a coma in the year 2020, this film flips upside down quick. The next 30 minutes are filled with lots of licking and IMDB memorable quotes. Which brings us to our new mini-segment, Thought Takes, where we will share our top pick for the quote of the film. This week's Thought Take, Well, I have a fetish for blood, so if I cut you, I'll lick it up. And an out shaved bunny's first scene, with a bang, the viewer is treated to a three-way human centipede-esque, pentagram-shaped, floor-slobber-knockering orgy. The remainder of the film can best be summed up by the back of the box. Ain and Lanny's giving lessons in close shaves to a group of young, beautiful girls. Annie introduces the joys of all-girl love to the eager lovelies in a series of wild orgies. Well, I know we had a blast this week, and I hope you've managed to at least pop a rock or two yourselves. Until next time, treat them sleazy. Okay, we're back in the video Dropbox, and let's see how we're going to start our October. Yes, it is the Halloween season. It is fall, so we decided let's maybe each pick a movie that we used to rent around this time to get ready for Halloween, something that we all enjoyed, you know? So, uh, how about Grizz? Why don't you pick our movie for next week? So my go-to uh, Halloween movie for this month, uh, I have to go with something that I have been watching since uh, I was a, a wee little grizz. Uh, something a grizzlet? That, <laughs> a grizzlet, yeah, if you would. <laughs> something that has, uh, there's some scenes in this movie that just kind of fucked me up when I was uh, a young lad and it stuck with me the entire life. We are going to watch the fifth installment, or no, excuse me, the sixth installment <laughs> Do that again. Do it again. <laughs> we are going to be watching the sixth installment of the Nightmare on Elm Street series, Freddy's Dead. Oh, shit. Something that was released in 1991. Uh, does it look very 90s? Absolutely. Oh, totally. One, one I remember for some reason, like extremely vividly from my childhood and I don't remember it actually coming out, obviously. I was like fucking four or five years old. But when I was maybe in like elementary school, I feel like this was the most prominent one that you yeah. would see in things. And I guess because it was still relatively new, there was merch from it. And then he had New Nightmare eventually. But uh, let's hit the trailer. We'll talk more about this. As a boy, he was always different.
no one understood him. You ready for it, boy? It's time to take your medicine. Thank you, sir. No one could control him. Go inside, honey. But now, it's a new beginning. The beginning of the end for Freddy. Every town has an Elm Street. I'm screaming while the bus is in motion. Bitch, your mind will go far. Hit him with everything we've got. Now I'm playing with power. We're in Twin Peaks here. It's gotta be me and him. You wanna live? Maggie, watch out! With kids today, huh? Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. Great graphics. They've saved the best for last. Okay, Grizz, why do you? Why did you rent this as like a Halloween movie? What not, made you like? Not only did I rent this as a Halloween movie, I actually was very young, and my Believe it or not, my Jehovah Witness crazy fucking grandmother took me and my young sister to see this movie in 3D at the theaters at the time. Wow. What? Yes. I dude, I had to be like, I think I was like maybe five years old, four or five, and like my sister was just dying to see it. She's a little bit older than me. So my grandma thought it was a great idea to take us to see this movie. And it fucked me up, dude. You, you, you know what? It's not the worst one to see as yeah. a kid. Like it's nah, not dude, that I was, dude, bad. I was, this was like my introduction to horror movies in a sense of being like, this was the first thing I had seen that was like real gnarly. There's some pretty fucking gnarly scenes in this movie with the Q-tip going to his ear. That has yep. really like, that alone, whenever I use a Q-tip, I think of that scene. So it's just, <laughs> it is it is morphed my my young adult brain in many ways over the years. I enjoy this movie to an extent. I am excited to rewatch it for this, and I'm excited that it's finally Halloween. Uh, yeah, does too. it feel like Halloween yet? Not yet. Uh, not yet. I had a I had a wear jacket before though. Yep. It was it was kind of cold. Hold that right now. It's kind of cold, so we're getting there. All right, Anthony. Yes. What'd you watch? What'd you get this week? I watched uh, that. It's a uh, this movie called uh, The Devil All the Time, which is very good. It's on uh, it's free on Netflix. Everyone should watch it. It's very good. I got um, a movie called Wildlife, which is Paul Dano directed, and I got uh, no, I think I got a copy. Just building up the the collection. I got um, special edition of Punch Truck Love, and that's really it. I watched a bunch of movies. Really? Yeah. But Punch Truck Love's a great movie. You ever really? seen it? No, no. I, I I thought that was like a no. Well, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, I don't know. He's great. I don't know. I got like the his 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 
correct specs and all the the certain like background details of it. Yeah, yeah firmware, work. firmware update. The firmware the, update. Yeah. <laughs> the and then uh, I watch, uh, watch, I watched. Uh, I actually watched Scream because of this. There you go. And then um, I wanted to watch. There's another. There was another movie on my list which I want. Oh, was, we said before that I wanted to watch the second Blair Witch because I haven't. It's on haven't Tubi it and it's time. on Amazon Prime, I believe. Yeah, yeah well, Check I have, it out, baby. I've seen it. I just don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. And then, oh yeah, and I kept like the Prime has a new thing where you can leave movies constantly playing. Do you see that now? No. You can hit something and you just if you make a list. Oh, and, and it'll just like it's a playlist. Yeah, and the remake of The Fog came on, and that movie is awful. No, the the old one oh, is the God. one to watch. Yeah, the, yeah, I know the yeah, so of bad. course the old one's the one. But I didn't realize I forgot how bad that remake is. I can't even remember it. Uh, it's terrible. Is it still Pirate Ghosts? Yeah, I turned it off. Oh, <laughs> didn't even get that part. Grizz, what about you? What'd you watch? What'd you get this week? So I finally tracked down a a tape that I've been after for quite a while. Um, I'm a big fan of the Douglas DeMarco movie Evil Sister, and I was able to track down the Brad Sykes uh, take on the sequel, I guess you could say, although there is really nothing connecting the two movies. Uh, So I got Evil Sister 2, Bound by Blood. Uh, I watched that shit this week. Holy crap. This one is definitely, I think, uh, a little bit of a step up compared to the first Evil Sister as far as the amount of uh, gore and just overall nudity and everything that I, I look for in a fantastic film. So I highly recommend Evil Sister 2 for anybody that's into the low-budget shot-on-video aspect of movies, especially the same time period. This is a 2000, uh, 2000 film, so yeah. right in line yeah. to what we were talking about. Sweet. I got a few things. I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I got... Another Japanese release of Zombie, so I'm adding to that collection. Yeah, I'm I'm building that fucking collection up. Uh, Let's see, what else? Oh, I got something very important and very uh, intertwined with the Bad Taste Video podcast. The original release of Feeders, the Polonia Brothers Entertainment release of Feeders. This ain't the one you're buying on eBay right now. This is... This is the original OG release. Look at that label. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The label will be different. Uh, very excited to get this. Uh, I feel like I may have gotten something else, but I don't really remember. I'm turning around. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but something I've been watching lately, which this isn't really horror, but you ever watched The Boys? Oh, you're on, getting uh, on me about this today. Dude, yeah, that good. show is awesome. I binged the first season. I'm into the second season Dread. now. Awesome. It's, it, it, Carl yeah. Urban plays. Yeah, yeah, he plays like the main guy of the boys. Basically, the best best Judge Dread we ever had. Yeah, we didn't know we were only getting him for one great movie. I remember we saw that. We Movie's were like, we walked awesome. out like, holy shit. It's, there's a science about just dropping you in into movies and not worrying about backstory. Yeah, no, I yeah. love, I fucking love that. And movie. the boys is great. I yeah, love the boys. highly recommended. Yeah. Other than that, I I watched Fear.com for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Fuck that. Movie. That didn't. Yeah, I never saw it before. I watched it. And I'm like, well, there was probably a reason why I didn't yep. see this. Uh, other than that, uh, just various shit here and there. Yeah, you know how it goes. Lot, just yeah. a lot of stuff playing in the background over and over again. So many movies this week. Uh, like I said before also, it is October, so I would like to figure out some... I really want to do some sort of trivia thing. I really want to yeah, try to figure that great. out for this. 
maybe I could give away my other version of feeders. We'll, oh, uh, there we go. We'll pass that on now that I have this one. Uh, we'll figure that out. We'll let you guys know. As you may know now, also, we release our episodes on Thursday to give us a little bit more time to edit, a.k.a. me, a little bit more time to edit. <laughs> Smooth things out. It's, yeah, it's not like the fucking editing blitzkrieg where I had to sit there and just, like, hope it was correct. You got 24 hours. Better make it fucking happen. Yeah, we fucked, we fucked ourselves by not giving us ourselves, like, lead time yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> now we're just rolling. We have yet to miss a week. Pretty good. I think on average, I think if we did a general average, we're more than one a week. It would be like 1.2. Oh, for sure. Because we'll we'll start putting out some more commentaries and stuff now that Halloween's coming. Less, you know, it's going to be cold out. We'll have more time inside. Don't do anything. Uh, No haunted houses this year. We'll see, man. Maybe we can find like a drive-thru one and we could do the farm. Yeah. Or we'll have have to try to find that recording and we'll play that again. Throwback. Chris, did you ever hear that? So. No, we we kept our recorder on as we went through one of the haunted. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> one of the early, I think it might have been the first season, the first season, the uh, first October, October twenty eighteen. Yeah, and as you may have gone, or you may have gone to VHS Fest was this past weekend. We were not able to make it this year. We will be there next year, right? You uh, were upset that you missed all our friends, right? And the VHS family. You talking to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I missed everybody. <laughs> uh, we did not get to try to um, plunder all the uh, random people selling tapes. You know, right? I, didn't, I didn't go, but I had a man on the inside, so I still got some choice tapes from the weekend, so I'm not too mad. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Chaz. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so please rate us five stars, follow us, subscribe, visit our website, www.badtastevideo.com. Anthony, where can they find you? A Bassini on Instagram. Grizz, where can they find you? You can now find me on uh, Instagram at Kane underscore Enabler. And you can also now go to Facebook, go under the little group section, type in Bad Taste Video. And we now have a Facebook group. We want you guys to come there. I want to see your guys' collections. Post your tapes. Post your fucking DVDs. Talk about the things that you guys want to hear us do. We're all on there. We're going to interact with you. Shoot the shit with us. That's where we're here to do. Uh, that's come what pick a fight. Yeah, come, come pick, pick a, a fight. fight. That's what I'm Let's trying to do. Get it. At. Let's do it. Let's get ready to rumble. Perfect. You can, consi- you can call me David Arquette. Let's do this. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that's Halloween bad taste, night, baby. Video. I'm ready I'm to not, fight. On Let's Facebook. do it. Your drink smells like ass. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Oh, holy shit.